Hello and welcome to episode 92 of the R&R Gaming Podcast. We are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. I'm your host, Byron Reed, and alongside me is my co-host, Ken Russin. What up, my dude? How's you? I'm doing good. As you can probably tell, it's very hot here. So <laughs> I'm not blinding you with the uh, light coming off of my arms and all that good stuff. I gotta ask good. you, sir. Put the put 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 the guns away. Put the guns away. <laughs> yeah, sun's out, guns out. <laughs> finally, it's I guess finally it's hot where you are. I guess I'm not I'm not used to seeing your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I mean, losing all this weight though. I'm just being honest. Losing all this weight that I've lost, it it like has boosted my self confidence in my image, and That's good. so. You know, a year or two, maybe even ten years ago, you would never see me in a tank top. Right. And uh, here I am, boosted self confidence. In all his, in all his glory, it's wonderful, it's awesome, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you have that self confidence in yourself now to, you know, be able to wear a tank top and become Thanks. your skin. And it's up, it's good. I like that, I like that. But anyway, we're at the midway point of the. Uh, year i'd say we're in also in the dry spell too we're, summer we're past the midway point are we? oh yeah i guess we are you're right yeah it's uh what's july yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, whatever it is i don't know but yeah past past midway point of the year and we thought it would be a good idea for the first time ever to mm-hmm. do a mid-year top five game for 2019 from the r boys yeah, the first of many. Yes, the first many. I, I was like, you know what? I think it'd be a good idea to do this. You know, it's something to fill the space in between. You know, summer and not a lot going on right now with summer and the holiday times coming up soon. But until then, fill in the spaces with stuff like this. It'll be fun. Because mm-hmm. there's there have been some really uh, fun games that have come out over the course of the start of 2019 to where we are now, and Again, now's a good time to pay homage to those that we've really enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, what are the odds that our top five here end up on our top ten? Yeah, right? I would say now, I'd say at least the games on my list would probably make my my, my top ten. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a decent chance. Yeah. Depending on the game and if you're still playing it, you know, come time to do the end of the year list and all. And how mm-hmm. much of an impact it had on you then, and it still has on you now, and that sort of stuff. So yeah, I think there's a good chance that some of these games could be on my top ten list at the end of the year. Right. But we'll see. Makes sense. Yeah, we'll get there, and we get there. Right now, talking about so far in 2019, let's go ahead and jump into it, shall we? Sure. You want to start, or me to start? I mean. Uh, Are you gonna care. say you gonna say no to this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say no to that. Yeah. I don't know. Take it away, friend. Sure. Yeah. So I didn't uh, I didn't put them in order of like my favorites because okay. I felt like that might be cheating, especially um, if these are in fact end up on my top ten. Right. Um, where I'm listing them by my favorite games. So what I did is I put them in order of when they were released. Okay. So starting in like January, February, gotcha. such and such, all the way through. Um, but the first game on my list is Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Um, yeah, I feel like I've talked about it before, if not on the podcast, definitely to you. You know, I, yeah. I remember um, posting a video that explains Kingdom Hearts' story to a T. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I for those I that... that. Yeah, for those that didn't uh, subscribe to me on Twitter, uh, it's a video from the game, Kingdom Hearts 3, where uh, Sora goes, I have no idea what's going on here. (laughs) And the guy says, nor should you, nor will you for that matter. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, it explains the Kingdom Hearts story to a T, so I appreciate that. But... uh, it is a, a fun game. Like playing the game itself, it's fun. Yeah, uh, it controls well, looks beautiful. Uh, the worst part about it is its story. You know, I feel like um, if you're, I don't want to say invested, but if the the sub genre, like the uh, 
non-main series of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, the non-canon games. Yeah, if you like those more than like the other games, then I think the story will will ring more true for you uh, than it did for me. But personally, I I felt like a lot of it was just gobbledygook and kind of annoying and dumb and uh, too complex for its own good. Right. But uh, I did like the gameplay. The game itself was fun. It was just the story bits that was difficult to get through. Um, but I mean, that's pretty much all I really want to say about it. Just in case, you know, it ends it up on the top back. ten for something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did put mine in order from five to one because Uh-oh. I'm a very order 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 oriented kind of person. Well, mine I wasn't is in going... order. It's it's in yeah. uh, calendar. Yeah, order. yeah, yours in calendar, yeah. Mine, I guess, is in order of how much I've enjoyed the game so far. Okay. Was, uh, was probably, probably one, one or two exceptions, but anyway, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Number I'm, five I'm is Dauntless. <laughs> oh. Uh, Dauntless is basically like Monster Hunter World, but a simpler version of it. Right. It's a free-to-play uh, game currently. It came out on May 21st. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've played it several times on the stream. Yeah, we we played a couple times on the stream. It's really, really fun. I enjoy it right now. The only thing that uh it's the only the only thing that's that it has going for right now is that for me, Monster I'm waiting for Monster Hunter World's uh Iceborne content to didn't drop. That, didn't that come out like yesterday? It may have already came out, I don't know, honestly. It already I came out it, but I gotta, I gotta look at I it. I thought it did. I'll I'll look it up while you talking yeah. about Dauntless. Yeah, so so I, I think I think it I think that's the big reason why I'm, why it's on the list right now because I mean I'm enjoying it as a different type of Monster Hunter experience. Again, it's a simpler version of the game, but I still really enjoy it. It's got a different art style too, which I also really enjoy. It's one of those things too where you know it's it's fun to just go around and hunt monsters and fight them and stuff, and I, I like that. So why not? Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree with you. I mean, honestly, it's more, I find it funner than Monster Hunter because I feel like Monster Hunter is kind of, um, niche, monotonous Okay, is the word I was looking for. Like they want you to do all this stuff and you got to be very technical and, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, it's not very colorful, you know, we've had this discussion before, but I like colorful games. So yeah. Uh, I would actually put it higher than Monster Hunter okay. uh, for me, but yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I I don't know if it's gonna be on my list at the end of the year. It might be further down, but just because we're on top five. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's definitely really fun for me so far, and uh, yeah, that's all I want to about Dauntless right now. Yeah. Yeah, um, so. For those listening, I looked it up, and the Monster Hunter World Iceborne DLC expansion it comes out September sixth. Yeah. So I, put it on this one later in the I year, think September. that's, if I recall, that's the exact same date that the new Destiny Two DLC comes out. I th- pretty sure it was September sixth. Might be right. Might be right. Pretty sure. Lots of stuff. Uh, likes to come out in September. Yeah, right. Trash. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's when all the things are gonna start coming out. September, November, October. Mhm. Yeah. So, uh, moving along, if you will. Mhm. Uh, next game that uh, was called Wargroove, and okay. um, this is a what I like to call it is um, it's Advance Wars, but set in a Fire Emblem sort of world. Huh. Um, and the reason why I say that is because uh, Intelligent Systems, they made the Advance War series and they make the Fire Emblem series. Oh, and, okay. Um, I know that. Yeah. And so uh, with Advance Wars, what sets it apart is that... Because um, they, they play very similar. Fire Emblem, Advance Wars, they play very similar. Mm-hmm. And the main difference is that Fire Emblem, you have individuals that... If they die, they did. They gone forever. Yeah. Um, but Advance Wars, you have like commanders that are the unique members, and then you buy 
um, your units gotcha. that are okay. on the field. And so you go and capture towns to get more money to buy bigger, better units or just buy more units to overwhelm the competitor because the main goal is to get to the end and capture the other uh, team's base. Um, although you can also win by just destroying all of the enemy units, I think. It depends because the story mode will vary. Like sometimes gotcha. it's just destroy all these units. Sometimes it's just get to the spot. Sometimes it's capture their base. But the the main uh, usually is capture their base. Right. <clears throat> Sounds a lot so, like uh, Tales of uh, Vespia. The one, the one, the one, the demo that came out a while ago. That 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 we played. We played. Or we we talked about it on the podcast a while back. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a multiplayer game, but we had played it and talked about it for the podcast. Tales of something, Valkyrie something. I can't remember what Valkyria it was. Valkyria Chronicles. Thank you. That one. Yeah, that yeah. is what it, what it was. Yeah. I'm um, kind of like that, but it's a 2D, almost top-down view of the world. Okay, got you, got you. And with like Valkyria Chronicles, you have like real-time actions going on. Yeah. Right, where you're trying mm-hmm. to move your unit, and if you get in view of the bad guys, they start shooting at you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, this is uh, with Advanced Wars. It's strictly turn-based, and so that's gotcha. what this war groove is. Right, so you capture bases, you get money, you buy um, spearmen and like chariots and horsemen and stuff like that, as opposed to tanks and you know gunmen, infantry, um, fighter jets, all that stuff. So it's gotcha. more okay. It's more set in a Fire Emblem esque world, but it's with the Advanced Wars style of system. Okay. And um, the only thing I was confused about. And I have no problem with this, but uh, it confused me. Is that the main character is a blue-haired looking young man? <laughs> it is a blue-haired woman. <laughs> <Huh>. So uh, <laughs> I was confused because um, the artwork made it look manly, but it's a woman, and so I'm not against that. But it was definitely um, against the norm what I'm used to, yeah. you know. So, uh, I, like I said, I'm fine with that. But again, I was just confused as all. Yeah. So, but yeah, they have, uh, I only got to play a little bit of it, I'll be honest, because it was on Game Pass and then the Game Pass expired like right after. Oh, uh, of course, words. right? So, <laughs> yeah. And I'm cheap and I don't like <laughs> paying subscriptions to play games. Like, I'd yeah. really just, I'd really just buy, buy the game, game own it. Yeah. Yeah, I really want it on my Switch because it's the sort of game that you want to be able to, you know, you can just play a little bit of yeah. and, and keep going with it, you know? So, yeah. So, um, but they have like different, uh, I don't want to say classes. I mean, there are classes, but different camps, like, um, different towns, monarchies maybe that's what i'm looking for they're different monarchies that you play as um that have different units and different skills and obviously they're colored different right um, so, like, so like one may specialize in fighter jets and things like that whereas another one may have good spearmen or something like that yeah yes but gotcha. no jets because there's no technology in oh i just, yeah you said jets earlier and i was like oh, okay yeah well jets uh advance wars yeah. But not not in Wargroove here. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, the story though was pretty good. I mean, the story starts out. You play as this chick, um, and you have to go through to this king, and you find the king, and he doesn't tell you what you want, so you kill him. Well. Wow. And yeah, and then that turns out that was the main chick's father. Oh. And so that's where the story starts out, and that's where it takes place. Um, but yeah, I really. Uh, did enjoy this. I would be surprised if it didn't end up uh, on my top ten. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Man. Really good shoe. Really <laughs> Fair shoe. enough. Fair enough. I'm looking forward to hearing more about it if it makes your list, or even just you know in general outside of the show. <laughs> That's uh, the next game on my list is Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Eleven to be exact, because I realized that uh, I realized that I just have Mortal Kombat on my list. Different game, Mortal Kombat Eleven. April twenty third right. was when it released. 
uh, as someone who is a who would consider themselves a more more so on the casual side of fighting games, I really enjoy Mortal Kombat. As I said before, so mm-hmm. not fear of fighting franchises. This one, this one's more the same. I really enjoy this one. They made a bunch of they made a few good changes to the game now with you know offensive and defensive gauges, two separate gauges versus having one meter for everything. They give you two two meters, one for offense, one for defense. Well, why would that matter? Well, well, if well, in, instead of instead of you, so in in the last one coming game, for instance, mm-hmm. you have a meter. And you have it for X-ray moves, for breakers, and for other things like that. Okay. And with the with the change to the two meter system, now you can use you can use your defensive meter to you know escape out of, out of a combo or break a combo, and use your offensive meter for things like dashing or something like that. Okay. Or like you know get up attacks and like things like that. So better to have the two meters versus the one, in my opinion. Right. Yeah, um, I'm following. Yeah, and then the the, the tutorial is what really, uh, what really got me to think about maybe getting into into this a little bit more because the tutorial is really in depth, and I think I said this when the game first came out and I talked about it, but I know I said this on Twitter before at least. But the tutorial is one of the best fighting game tutorials that I've ever seen. Because it goes really in depth on things like frame data and more of the higher level concepts of fighters that most people don't pay attention to or they don't even think about it, that sort of stuff. So, you know, as you as you're going through the tutorial, you start to as the game is teaching you like, oh, yeah, I see what you're talking about now. Because before, like for me, for instance, you know, I could never really tell, you know, why things were happening, if that makes sense. But because okay. of the tutorial, why is he punching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, stop well, punching! Well, well, yeah, you know why? Why is his punch connecting faster than mine is? You know, I never understood why that was happening before. But because okay. of the tutorial, now mm-hmm. I understand why things are the way they are. Gotcha. And for me, that's a big thing in helping to understand the game and really all fighters in general a little bit better. Because right. those those are things that apply to every fighting game out there frame data and that sort of stuff right you know unsafe on block that sort of uh, things like that the story is also really good for this one i do have issues with the story i do but mm-hmm. for what it was i enjoyed it are you talking what about the like non-canon story or the story the, the 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 main story in the game with with chronica and the story mode itself okay uh, yeah, and that's that's separate from the other stuff we heard. Separate about. from the arcade, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, yeah. But yeah, the yeah. main the main story, I I even even then I wish I wish with the main story as well. But I can go into those at a later date. Just know that I really enjoy Mortal Kombat 11 right now, and we'll see where it ends up on my uh, end of the year list. Right. So my only question, um, mm-hmm. because the biggest reason why uh, I don't and I'm not going to uh, play is because I. I don't really care about the gore. I don't care about the like X-ray vision. Yeah, over the top. Yeah, yeah, like I don't. I don't need to see that stuff. Yeah. Um, can you turn that off? I haven't seen a setting where you can, honestly. Okay. Yeah, because that... I'll look for you and I'll confirm later, but I don't believe you can. Right. Which is a shame. I don't believe you can. Yeah, because I mean, I uh, played Injustice Two. I'm like, I bet this is similar to Mortal Kombat Eleven. In terms of like fighting uh, stuff, and I mean they have Sub Zero and Raiden or in Injustice too, yeah. as uh, DLC characters. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm sure this is similar to what it's like, but if I can't turn off the gore, I'm not really interested in seeing that. So <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's no, no way I'm picking it up. Yeah, I don't so believe that, you that was can. Just my question. Of course, yeah. Fair on uh, a question to ask. I appreciate asking the question, but I'll look for you and let you know. Okay. But I don't think there is. Alright, so next game on my list, and I bet it's on yours too, my friend. Uh-huh. Um, because I have Apex Legends. Yes. And, and you um, know what's funny? It's actually, if we're going in order from 5 to 1, mm-hmm. it's in the same spot. <laughs> oh, nice. So We can both talk about it. Yay! 
I need my 15 minutes up. Uh, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> no. Um, but no, so Apex Legends, uh, we've played this several times on stream. Uh, you know, shout out Watson New Main. Um, I mean, it's it's a battle royale. Uh, it's made by the guys that did Titanfall, which honestly, I didn't really like Titanfall, if I'm being honest. Right. Um, the little bit I played, it didn't intrigue me enough to keep playing. I've never played Titanfall 2, and I've heard they fixed a lot of stuff, but I've never played it, so yeah. what would I know? Even though I think it's on EA Access. It is. So I really have no excuse, huh? <laughs> yeah, I want to play Titanfall 2 at least for the story. Yeah. At least for well, I heard it's that, really good. And that's the thing. There's, like, no story in Titanfall, so... Yeah, in the first game, the story is there, but it's difficult because it's, it's almost like a... Uh, it's a multiplayer map, but they give you story bits in there. Right. So, yeah. So, so kind of surprised that I like Apex Legends or mm-hmm. um, whatever because I didn't really like Titanfall. But you can tell they have stuff like the sliding and that. that uh, I think it's Respawn. Yes, yeah, Respawn, yeah. The faster pace yeah. movement speed of mm-hmm. the game in general. Yeah. And I, I think I like it because... Um, honestly, because of the battle royale, okay, you know, it puts more effort into making sure you're good. Because one of the things that happens is, um, with games where you have like instant respawn, you're a little more daring, a little more gutsy, and you're like trying to to go and and attack people. Yeah. Um, and that's for me. That's not the way you win battle royale. You kind of have to pick and choose your fights. You know. Agreed. And uh, I think that's what I like about it because I'm I'm pretty good at getting into uh, the top ten people left alive. Any battle royale, <laughs> you know, doesn't yeah. always happen, but I'm at least I would say consistently. You know, if you probably look at um, the the PUBG battlegrounds because that's the one I play the most. Right. I think my average uh, finishing place is like 14. Wow, okay. So I think I do pretty good, um, at least getting up into those top spots. Like the other day, I was uh, I almost had a dude. It was like one-on-one. I knocked the other dude. I was trying to hide behind a tree, and I got knocked. And I was like the last, ah. last person to die. I was throwing grenades. I went the wrong way. I think he was able to heal his buddy. It was bad. Anyways, uh, Apex Legends. Um... I think the unique characters help uh, sell this. Definitely, yeah. You know, um, so it's kind of taking the the best of Battle Royale and it's taking the, um, I want to call it the Overwatch. Yeah, something like (laughs) Overwatch, Overwatch, Paladins, Team Fortress, yeah, class-based system. Yeah, and I mean, I guess as long as it continues to be popular, you know, I read a story that, They've already worked up enough story and characters that they're on season seventy six. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> you know, something um, like that. Yeah. Well, the story I read was that there's no Apex Legends two coming out anytime soon. Right. But season seventy six was shaping up nicely. It was, <laughs> it was the exact wording. <laughs> so that tells me they have a lot of stuff planned, and they yeah. plan on. Uh, I don't Supporting know. It for a while. Yeah, I mean, how long do these seasons last? Is it a month, three months? Seasons, I guess it depends on the game. I know Destiny's are, like, usually three months. But, so, I I think it's safe to say around, around three, four months for a season. Okay. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's, we can say four seasons a year. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, if they really have that much content um, decided, that that's a lot. Honestly. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll... They'd have to port it over to the X2 and the PS5. Maybe it'll load quicker or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but I I, uh, I think it's fun. Um, what do you think about it? Give you a chance to honestly, give us your 411. Yeah, honestly, it's the only Battle Royale that, I, that, that, that I'll play now because it's just that much fun for me to play. There's a lot of things that I like about it that it does for me as a player as a person who has who has vision issues, uh, it's okay. great for that. Like the pinging uh, is- Yes, the pinging is fantastic. Yeah. The direction 
arrow that shows where you're being shot at. Um, there's things like Wraith's passive, where she lets you know if enemies are nearby. That sort of stuff. That sort of prepares me, so I'm not surprised when something happens, or I'm less surprised. What I should say, because it's battle royale, you're gonna get snuck up on. It's gonna happen, you know. But there's there, there's that one part of my of it. favorite tactics is hide in the corner, wait for someone to jump through <laughs> a window, and just <laughs> light them up. Yeah, I gotta admit, I'm kind of uh, a cheesy camper, I guess, like that. Camp in the circle, wait for you to come to me. Yeah, blast man. you to kingdom come. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of playing the slow game when it comes to, when it comes to battle royales. I like taking unless my you're playing time. with Rando. Yeah, right. And I can't control it. But even then, <laughs> and I'll you're drop. Like, he's five. going charge. Yeah, I guess he's going. All right, then. I guess I go with this fine. I guess I go with him. But yeah, I'm very much a passive kind of player when it comes to VRs. I would much rather uh, let everyone else fight fight each other, right. and then if I can come and do the cleanup or finish off a fight or start and end the game with, with one final fight, then I'll do so. Yeah, but, I'm, so. I'm starting to uh, get away from that, honestly, mm-hmm. because what I find out is that if you let someone live, they usually come back to kill you. That makes sense, yeah. And so uh, I definitely try to, if I like see someone mm-hmm. and they don't see me, like got the advantage, got to use it, try and take them out, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense, hundred percent. But I suck with aiming, so I end up missing, and then they're like, "Oh, there's somebody!" Wait, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, I have a sniper rifle with like six times scope, and I can't hit them. Yeah. And they have like a little two times scope and a semi-automatic, and I get knocked. So, mm-hmm. you know, five hundred meters away—that's that, yeah. realistic. That's fine, but but no, I I like I said, I really enjoy the game. It's my favorite battle royale, which is kind of weird for me to say. I was like, again, I'm not the biggest fan of Battle Royales, but this one I really enjoy. And as long as I can tell you to enjoy it, I'm going to keep playing it. That's why it's up here on my list, as high as it is. Right. Nice. Now, is that um, because you're. You die quickly? Like, uh, why? I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. And I'm padding out our time. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, why do you think. Um, like, you're not a fan of Battle Royales in general. Like, what is it that hasn't really sparked? Um, I think, I think for me, it depends on what the game does as Battle Royale that's right. gonna get me into the game. So, PUBG, for instance. PUBG is more realistic mm-hmm. than, like, Fortnite or Apex. So, we'll, we'll compare the three. Right. You know, uh, but with PUBG, the, the, the colors don't interest me. The art style doesn't really interest me all that much. It does a little bit, but that's not not something like Fortnite or Apex. Um, but there's also the fact of there's really there's no the the most frustrating thing for me about that about that game, PUBG, is that I don't know where I'm being shot at from, and I can't help you if I don't know where I'm being shot at from. If someone says I'm being shot at, and you say from where, I don't know. And I'm mad. You're all mad at me. We're all gonna die, and, right. it, and I feel like it's my fault because we died because I couldn't tell you other being shot. I have no idea. I, yeah. I need I need indicators of where things are coming from, where things are, to help me as a player. If I don't have any sort of visual aid, for for especially in a in a in a, in a shooter, mm-hmm. that's gonna turn me off from the game more times than not because I need that. If I don't have it, I'm going to struggle, and it's not gonna be fun for me. So right. for PUBG, that's my main reason for not playing that game as much. Uh, and with Fortnite, well, with Fortnite, it's the building. Yeah. Everything else about that game is fine, but the building turns me off from it. Yeah. Because it's like you get you can get shot at by somebody, and you can start shooting someone, and they can build a wall and build, and if they have enough mats, build a whole structure that you have to get up to try to get to them. And that's to me a little annoying and frustrating I have to deal with. So that that's just me in a battle royale anyway. In the regular save the world mode, totally different thing. I'm cool with it because you're just fighting off, fighting off uh, you know waves of enemies or whatever. That that's fun. That's fun right. setting up traps for the enemies. That's that's cool. But in a battle royale sense, that's not uh, what I personally enjoy about it. Escaping. Right. Escaping is different, is is what I'm trying to say, I guess. 
Because in Fortnite, you can escape by building a building things to help you. You can run away, but it's safer to build a wall to buy you some time to escape if you have to. Yeah. Versus something like Apex or PUBG, you know, you can you can run away and attempt to reset yourself. You can use the movement movement ability to your advantage. Instant like right. Apex, you know, you can run, you can use, you know, race, race ability, Bangalore's uh double time to escape and reset yourself. PUBG, I haven't had much luck escaping from people. Right. I feel like once they have you in your sights, or I guess me in their sights. Where are you being shot from? I don't know. I'm trying to find the person, and I can't right. tell where they're coming from, so I'm dead anyway. <laughs> so, well, the yeah. the way it, the way it works, uh, I can tell you from PUBG, um, is you have to listen. You know, you have to use the like turn camera, yeah, and uh, you need a good pair of, of headphones that yeah. have. You know, if it has surround sound, you're going to be better at locating people because once they fire, you know, you got to like turn your head in the game. And listen, is it coming out of my left or is it coming out of my right? Yeah, and, and so that's, that's the thing too sometimes. Sometimes, at least for me anyway, sometimes I can't pinpoint that sound, the direction of the sound for me. Right. And that's that also makes it frustrating too because I'm looking both directions trying to figure out where the sound came from well, so I can pinpoint it. Uh, I can and speak, again, I'm dead. Yeah, I can, I can speak from... Um, Whatever. <laughs> uh, I've, I've had, I'm playing in a squad, you know, we're talking to each other, and then someone starts shooting, and they're, yep, yep, yuck, yuck, yuck. And so I can't hear where I'm being shot from or where the shots are coming from because they won't shut up. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're playing in a, a group like that and there's a lot of talking going on, it's going to make it more difficult to listen and yeah. hear that. Yeah. And sometimes that's, you know, there's several times I've had to tell people, shh, yeah. so I can listen, you know, to see where, where they right. are. Are mm-hmm. they walking around us? Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So and that's Apex, that Apex has sound cues, too, for different things. You know, when you have a squad, uh, you know, if there's if there's an enemy above you or something like that, the mm-hmm. pussies might be a little louder than others. But still, I always check and ask, hey, is that you above me? Was that you across if I can hear other footsteps? Right. So it does stuff like that too with sound with sound and whatnot. Um yeah. I mean but, it, yeah. it definitely does stuff um that I wish other uh games would do. Uh because I like being able to um see your squad mates and have an outline around them. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that because if I hear a sound like above me and I look up and I don't see that outline. I know that right, chances are it's an enemy. Yeah. So, I mean, I've had that happen where I hear people walking around and I'm like, oh, that's one of my buddies. They turn around, they blast me and I'm dead. Yeah. So that, that happens. That's, that's right. you know, something that, as it is, you know, whereas PUBG, there's just like a circle icon. And sometimes like I've shot at my teammates because I looked, oh, there's someone there. And then, you know, the circle shows up and it's them and. I've lost my teammates in PUBG. I've mm-hmm. lost my teammates. Like, like I can't. I for some reason can't find an indicator for some reason. Well, they've they've done some updates since you last played. That's true. So, I haven't played it in a while. Yeah, I think you haven't played it in probably a year, maybe two. It's been it's been a little bit since I played it. Yeah. Yeah. So they've done a lot of updates. Because I because the last time I played, they had that snow map in the game, mm-hmm. but I haven't played on it. They brought they they brought the snow map so wait, in. You, you played the snow map, but you didn't play on the snow map. No, no, no. no. They 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 were in a, they were in a season, and the main menu was the snowy map. I guess you were on a mountaintop or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was I didn't get a chance to play on that map. Okay. But so I that, played on. That wasn't I played the last on, time you. Oh, okay. You played. It just didn't give you my candy. Right. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I played. But I didn't get the map. Yeah. I played on the other two. There's a desert map now. It's like a. It's like a Mexico right. map, I guess. Right. And then there's a, v- a Vietnamese style of map, I guess, with a bunch of foliage and trees and whatnot. Yeah. So the the original map is called Erangel. Um. The the Vietnamese Vietnamese. We got. <laughs> um. But that's uh called Sanuk. Um, the snow map is called Vikendi, 
And then I want to see the desert map. It starts with an M. Um, and we call it the laggers map because uh, the group of guys I play with and even myself, we hate it. <laughs> so we just go to the end with everyone else that hates it and they quit out and we get a bunch of cheap kills and then we try to win. That's great. It's funny. I like Miramar. That. Miramar. That's oh, okay. Called. Got you. Yeah. So those are the, the four maps that they currently have. Um, in fact, they just did an update today and I got a message saying, Hey, you should come check out because there's on the test server. Mm-hmm. Um, they're testing out. They made the uh, gas cans that you can get. Mm-hmm. They're now explodable. Oh. So you can shoot them and they will explode. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. That's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it, it anyway. But I said, yeah. no, I'm recording podcast, you. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I, like I said, I really enjoy Apex. So hoping, I'm pretty sure it's going to be on my, uh, at the end of the year list. Almost certain it'll be there. Could be. We'll have to see how it turns out. Yeah. If I can beat to play it or if there's new characters or. Right. Yeah, exactly. Because it's it's still sort of game that unless I got a group together, um, and you're really the only one in the group of people I know that is playing it, mm-hmm. that I'm gonna play it. Like I don't jump on to play. Right. It. Yeah. You know, you're you're it. If you don't ask me, I, <laughs> <think> I <laughs> yeah. play. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'll I'll move on to the next one. If mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so the next one is called uh, the Outer Wilds. It's on my list too. Same yeah. spot. Oh. Same spot. It's on my list too, brother. <laughs> Man, right, so, I really enjoy this game. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Well, I got this game for free because I watched the uh, Microsoft Xbox E3 conference. Nice. Um, in 2018, this was this was oh. the game. If you watched it on Mixer, this was the ah. uh, free Mixer pot or whatever they call it, mix pot. And uh, it it was great. You know, people that don't know, it's kind of like uh, Minecrafty-ish, but it's more for exploration. I was going to say it's almost stuff. like No Man's Sky in terms of space exploration. Yeah, but I didn't want people to have a negative connotation yeah. when I was talking about this game. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 said, I, said, I said on Twitter, it's like No Man's Sky, but better. Yeah. So. <laughs> Never compare a, a good game to a bad game because then people just think it's a bad game. But, <laughs> um, yeah. And so, uh, kind of a sad story, but in the first base, I went off and I checked everything. I talked to everyone. I went to the zero gravity uh, cave and I went through that and I did everything. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, got the codes. Let's go to the next planet, and my uh, because that's that's the idea is your planet exploring your an alien race, and there's other planets in your solar system that you can go to, yeah. and there's also these weird like language. What would there's, you call it? There's artifacts? A group, yeah, there's a group of extinct. There's a race of extinct people called the uh, Naomi. Mm. Na- so, I, think, I think it's Naomi. Okay. Now yeah, only, only one or the other, but there's yeah. There's artifacts and there's um, stuff you can read, and it does have an interesting. I really like that the text kind of swirls, and yeah. if you highlight different text, it swirls and translates mm-hmm. for you. So that that was something that's really cool that I liked about it. Um, but yeah, so and I guess the basic point is that you're just searching for more artifacts about them and whatever. Yeah, I I think the gist, like you said, is to search for more information about this this extinct race of aliens that mm-hmm. was in your source mm-hmm. at one point, but they're no longer there. Right. Yeah, and I aren't there like six planets? I want to say there's six. It's planets. about six. There's like six, and there's like an asteroid. I think an okay. asteroid or two. Maybe. Okay. So, um, and some of them, I guess, are harder than others. I got to be honest. I never got to a planet because I got to my rocket and I went up and here's, here's where they did. I went, Ooh, Oh no. Right into the rock. And that's all like giving me warning lights. Like, blah, blah, blah. like this needs to be fixed. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll get out. I'll go fix that. I hop out. 
Woo! I go down to the ground and I hit, and it's like on this rock side. I can't get to it. Oh no! And I'm like, oh no! What am I supposed to do? Yeah, I gotta restart. So, yeah, so I haven't gone back to it, but okay. I had a lot of fun playing that, and that's something that I may continue to play for sure. Okay. Once I get in there, but I did. I wanted to test it, and I yeah. thought it would be fun. You know, it got me playing it enough that I went through the entire first area, which is. A decent size, you know. It's yeah. not huge. It's not small, though. Yeah. And I went through all of that I could in that little area. Yeah, it's it's a really cool thing. And see, I did the same thing you did at first. Honestly, I struggled with the fly because there's a part where you can go and like test pilot a ship or whatever. You mm-hmm. know, you, and he goes tells you to fly to the geyser and try to get to the geyser. So I I tried to get to the geyser the first time and couldn't do it. Really difficult for me to handle. So I was like, I really like this. I'm going to come back to it later because I was starting to get frustrated. Put it to it later. So I came back to it later and I started, I did everything. I did everything again, you know, went through, went through zero G training and I did the flying thing again, which I got to the geyser this time. Pew, up in the air. It was great. It's fine. I had a good time with it. Um, and then I got out in, I got out. I managed to get out into the world in the space this time. And man, it's, it's really, really amazing. Uh, the sense of, of exploration you get in the game once you get out into space. The, each of the planets has its own different thing that's going on with the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really also really cool. You have this thing, this thing that basically allows you to tune into the because di- there's different explorers that left before you. Right. So you can hear them, you know, playing playing music, yeah. playing the tune or whatever. Yeah, it's almost a rite of passage with this race yeah mm-hmm. you go and explore the other planets yeah and they're all kind of doing their own things on this on their on the planets within the game so you go to you can if you if you bring out this this gyroscope um, that lets you hear the music or whatever mm-hmm. you can hear one or a couple of the guys playing this song that played the song that plays in the main menu which is what is oh. what they're all what they're all playing but it's at okay. different intervals um, I haven't gotten to the point where to get it all together yet, but mm-hmm. they're all doing they're all doing their own thing. Like one of them, one may be whistling it, one may be playing it on on a banjo of some sort. But it's really really cool to hear that stuff. And then again, once you get out into space and start exploring the different planets, you start to see uh, things about the race of people who are no longer around. You start to you run into some really cool plans. I don't want to ruin anything for you right. because you haven't gone back to it yet. I don't want to ruin anything for you. There's also a really, really cool thing with the game that it does too. That again, I don't want to ruin it for you because it's just a it's a really, really cool thing that the game does. Uh, but rem- I'll, all I'm gonna say is, remember that statue you went to in mm-hmm. the uh, museum? Keep right. that in mind. Okay. We'll go back to it next. That's okay. all I'm going to say about that. But I really, really enjoy this game. I didn't think I was going to like it. I heard about it on, on another, another podcast. And I wanted to check it out after hearing about it. And I did. And I'm really glad I did. It's For me, it's a perfect game to relax with, almost. Yeah. If I, if I want to go and explore and do all... Because there's no combat in the game at all. From what I've seen, there's no combat. You don't get a gun or anything to defend yourself. There are things that can kill you. But I haven't seen any like animals or anything else to shoot at or anything like that. So okay. I guess it's more so the atmosphere and space and stuff that can kill you versus, you know, creatures or whatever, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoy it. Um, it'll probably be on my list at the end of the year if I'm still playing it. I, I, I really do nice. want to go back and play more of it because I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to put put some things together and... It's fun to see how all the threads uh, come together at some point. So, right. yeah. Yeah, it is It is pretty fun. And I'm definitely going to get back to it, probably. Yeah. yeah. When, uh, you, when you get to that point, uh, when you get to the thing that I alluded to earlier, let me know. Let me know what you thought about it. Okay. Okay. That's that you in mind, like I said. Anyway. <laughs> I'll probably forget by the time I get back to it. <laughs> Just being honest. It's there. But, 
Yeah. Um, so the last game, though, uh, from the first half of the year or whatever, um, I got to give it to the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order. Okay. Um, you know, it's a fun beat-em-up. People like beat-em-up, and you can do co-op. You can join other people online. Uh, currently only for the Switch. Uh, if I was a betting man, though, I would bet that it's probably going to go on more systems than the Switch. I would say too. I would say so too because I've seen um, games. It looks really fun. Honestly. Yeah. So uh, I'm willing to bet that it probably comes out on Xbox and PlayStation 4 next year. Mm-hmm. But for right now, it's exclusive to the Switch. So you got to get a Switch to play it. Um, some things I don't like about this and uh, briefly going into it, like in the first one, it felt more like an RPG. Okay. And so you could equip like uh, belts and other items that would like give you a boost in that. Right. And there's none of that in uh, mm. three here. In the it's Black a Order. very streamlined experience. Yeah. Like you can level up your guys and they give you XP cubes to level up your guys faster. Yeah. And you can level up your skills, but you got to have coins and um, these like. Well, no, they're, they're action points. APs, and then there's these, like, AP uh, thingies that you need. Um, and, like, the first time uh, you upgrade a skill, it just calls for APs, and then, uh, because you can level up skills four times to increase mm-hmm. their, like, damage and reduce their cost on your energy points. Yeah. The, it, um, uh, the second time you go to upgrade it, now it's calling for AP... And one of those AP like mm. disc thingies. Um, and so uh, what I've played so far, I haven't gotten into like where uh, I can get costumes. And that was okay. one of the favorite things about the Marvel Ultimate Alliance is that I could change the costumes. Like, you know, Wolverine uh, in Ultimate Alliance 1, he comes out, he's just wearing a white t-shirt and... Uh, the like Levi pants and I'm like right yeah from from the movies or whatever yeah this is like the worst costume they could have gave him (laughs) so I would always switch it up to uh, one of his other costumes uh, because it was better than that but uh, yeah I mean that's that's something that it had you know each character had at least four costumes and I had to look it up because I'm like if they dude if they got rid of the costumes like this is this is going in the trash bin (laughs) and uh, but no, they they have costumes. I That's don't know good. how you unlock them. I don't know if I'm just not far enough along. Uh, they do have though. Uh, they called infinite rifts, and I guess this is how they're going to keep people coming back because they'll add new infinity rifts. Okay. Um, which are essentially like battles, and you got to do stuff like the first one I have, first one I played, is that your special abilities um, do more damage than your physical attacks. But your physical attacks have an increase to the recharge rate of your energy points, which you got to use to uh, use your special. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So you essentially use that to kill them quickly and then punch them to recharge and use the uh, ability uh, points or abilities to bring them down. So they have certain specific. um, I can't think of what I'm looking for, but they have. (laughs) Uh, requirements specific requirements that you beat them and they have like stars like uh one of them is is beat that in a minute got you okay and so um if you can like get uh, enough power if, or you get ability power based uh characters bring them in and you can probably win it fairly quickly uh, on there and i noticed that uh you get stars for, for doing good or for doing certain objective objectives in that mm-hmm. and if you get the stars um, then they unlock more affinity rifts in that uh, octagon and if you get enough stars you get costumes for the characters so that's kind of how they have it I, I don't think I'm explaining it very well and I had a brain fart earlier so I <laughs> it's okay <laughs> um, but uh, I believe that's how you uh, get more costumes. Gosh. And they plan on... Uh, you can get an expansion pass because there's new characters coming. And there'll be new costumes, I assume. And there's going to be new 
rifts that you'll go to to battle it. Kind of think of it like um, with Injustice, how they have like multiverse thing. Multiverse, yeah, yeah. Kind of okay. like it's kind of like multiverse, but I would say um, that there's a lot more to do in one specific uh, Infinity Rift that they have right. than in the multiverse that uh, they have in Got Injustice. You. Okay. Um, but very similar concept uh, for that. But uh, I am having fun playing it. You know, it's it's really... It could be better. I'm not going right. to lie. Yeah. You know, because it's it's more... They've gotten away from the role-playing part and gotten more into the action part. Yeah. Um, which I think is not a good idea. Yeah. You know, as someone that played both X-Men Legend games both marvel ultimate alliance games like that rpg part is what makes it fun you know yeah right not just leveling up but getting new equipment getting new costumes you know so managing managing the skills of your of your skills and talents of your hero yeah yeah and that's that's the thing i think you only get four abilities Mm -hmm. and you you can you can upgrade them but that's all you get yeah in uh the other Ultimate Alliance games, they would give you like 10, 12 abilities, but you picked what four you wanted to yeah. use. That way you could decide, hey, I like these four or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to use these like, four. Yeah, like Whereas... am I going to use four stat based and like raise my stats to attack, uh, yeah. you know, like a badass? Or am I going to just use strong abilities or use abilities that hit one person really hard or hit a bunch of people? Um, and does moderate damage. Like, you got to pick your play style with each character. and Yeah. And now it's like, well, no, you pick what character you want, and you have that play style. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of sad. But I get I get where you're coming from, though, with the uh, taking away of RPG elements. Because Mass Effect did that with from, from, one, from 1 to 3. Mm-hmm. Or 1 to 2, even. They did a drastic change in in RPG elements. There was still some of it there, but it wasn't nearly as important. Yeah. It was, you know, because in Mass Effect 1, you have, you have, you know, all of your guns have have a, a tree that you go up in points. Right. And then once you reach a certain point threshold, you get a skill for that, for that, you know, that, that thing. So, you know, I'll start, I'll start you'll probably get some, you'll get, you'll get something like, you know, overcharge or whatever, which, you know, increase your rate of fire, that sort of stuff for your assault rifles, you know. Right. So in two and three, they got rid of that stuff, and they moved some things into into like points into into the ability system, mm-hmm. like adrenaline or whatever. But it wasn't the same for me. So that's so I, I get where you're coming from with that. There's a lot more management of stats and armor and that sort of stuff, which is RPG person I really enjoy myself. So I get where you're coming from. I get it. Right. Yeah, so, um, but I don't want to go too much farther into it, mm-hmm. because I don't know, you know, we, we may want to talk about it in the future, so yeah. we'll just leave it at that, right. and now, what is your current favorite um, game in the first half of the season of the 2019 year? Yes, mine is The Division 2, honestly. Uh, I win... <laughs> Yeah, that's me spitting on my drink. <laughs> when the um, it, it 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 launched in a really good state, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Anyway, I I said it uh, around launch time after I had gotten through the main through the base story and whatnot. Uh, that it had one of the best launches of a of a of a live service looter shooter that I've mm-hmm. seen in recent memory. You know, compared to things like you know Anthem or Destiny. You know, it had one of the best launches. It felt like a complete game at launch, okay. which to me is a really good thing. It is a good thing, but it's something that you should never have to say. <laughs> I agree. That's right. No, I absolutely agree with you. I shouldn't have to say that, oh, wow. it's a complete game at launch. Yeah. I'm happy about this. You should give me complete games in general. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's so much to do in in Division 2. And even after you beat the base, the base story, 
their stuff to do. I don't want to go into it, but those who haven't gotten that far yet, at the end of the year, we'll see. My tone might change. But right now, I don't want to get too into that, just in case some people haven't picked up the game or haven't gotten that far and they're taking their time through it. That's cool. Do you, right. Boo But yeah, I, I really, really enjoy the game. Uh, I I haven't played it in a while, uh, but I, I but I've, I've gotten to the point where I feel like I'm okay with saying that I had this much fun, you know, playing the game and i feel like i got my money's worth you know at this point in time you know play playing the game in my opinion uh it does a lot of things to improve on the first division depending on who you talk to uh there are things about it that that don't really hit for me Mm -hmm. like like the dark zone i'm not i i don't mind the dark zone at all with the way it is now i liked it better in the first game even though I wasn't as much of a fan of the first game, but I liked the Dark Zone a lot better in the first game. I felt like it rewarded you more. Well, real quick, what's the differences? Um, there's, there's like, they still have the, the world tiers for different Dark Zones and all that mm-hmm. stuff. There's uh, three, there's two kinds of Dark Zones. There's like Occupied Dark Zone, and there's, uh, I guess, Unoccupied. I forget what the word is, what the verbiage they use to describe it. But uh, Abandoned? I, I think so. I, I have to I have to look at the tears again in Dark Zone. Yeah, but but um but yeah, there's the it's it, I think it's it's the the rogue aspects of the Dark Zone okay. that don't reward you as much. I was never one for going rogue personally. I'm really just there for the PVE content. I right. really don't dabble much at all if into the PVE PVP side of the game. That doesn't really interest me. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't know why. It might be like a gears syndrome sort of thing for me. I've never. I've never actually played the proper PvP mode in Division One or Two, so I couldn't okay. tell you about that. But the Dark Zone has both PVE and, and PvP in it, so people can go and take and you know they can kill you, take your stuff, and all that stuff that you've worked for to grab and whatnot, and. I mean, while that's still very much intact, I think there's a lot of things uh, with that that got changed from the mm-hmm. first game to this game. A lot of it would take too long to write it off off the top of my head because I can't think of it offhand. Okay. But, but yeah, but there's that sort of stuff. Uh, and I think the, the big one of the biggest changes for me is that the enemies are less bullet spongy, in my opinion. I feel like they are anyway, because your your red your red bar enemies will go down pretty quickly, depending on what you're hitting them with and what level you are and blah blah. But if you're taking on a yellow bar enemy, mm-hmm. you know, and even the even the the, the, the boss enemies, because there's you know your red bars, there's your your major enemies who are just you know yellow with the white shields, and then I'm gonna call the bigger the name the named enemies. They're like ultras or whatever. Okay. Bosses, so the the ultras and bosses and named enemies, those those guys have it makes sense for them to take all this damage because they have things like armor on. You can knock off parts of their armor when you break off that you know that part of their armor. You can do more right. damage to that area of the body if you keep hitting them there. So right. they you know, got the, old spice deodorant on, so they should yeah, take more yeah, damage. Yeah, right. Yeah. So in the in the first division, you know, you had guys running at you with hoodies and stuff, and they were tanking all the damage. It didn't make sense. But now the named enemies are dressed for battle, and it makes sense to take all this extra damage. It can be a little too much at times, I think. Mm-hmm. But okay. it makes sense to take all that damage. This is one of the big changes for me. They added specializations to the game. Once you reach max level, you have three different things you can choose to go into, specialize into. Uh, there's a grenadier class, there's a crossbow class, and there's a sniper class. Each of them gives you different perks for you know your loadouts and you change how you play the game and that sort of stuff. Okay. And that's a really cool thing with it too. Uh, I personally use uh, the grenadier class. And I like it because it gives me a bonus to LMG damage and SMGs. And I use both of those two guns a lot because LMGs can put down a lot of DPS because of the high ammo count they have. And then you can switch to the SMG or something like that if you're in close quarters, finish them off, whatever. Um, Well, I'll tell you a secret, Byron. I finally bought Division 2. 
Really? <laughs> yes, it's a little ASMR for our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> ASMR podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Have you played any of it yet, or just waiting on somebody still, to go through? Still, still in the wrapper. Okay. Well, honestly, the group of guys I was playing with was like, "Ooh, look, it's on sale. We're gonna get it." I'm like, "Okay." Someone right. got it. I'm like, "Look, I got it." And they're like, "Yay!" And no yes. one else has gotten no it. Else so, got it. yeah. So. Well, we'll have to uh, fire it up, man. I'll, I'll, have, I'll probably make another character or something so we can play together. Maybe. If you want to play, you know, let me know. But yeah, I. You're, I, when you're I, making the other characters to play with me. <laughs> well, I kind of have to because if I don't, you're gonna get destroyed. Well, we don't play against each other. You oh, no, like no, no. the idea oh, no, is yeah. you help me get to your level, not let's play at the same level and struggle together. Well, you see, I would, but the way the way the game works, oh. not how this works, friend. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, because it gives you the enemies are the level of the, of the host or highest player in the game. Yeah, so. Yeah. Wouldn't really so, work that way. You, you can't, yeah. Yeah. You can't like cheat and get yourself up to the. Yeah, no, 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 Borderlands one, uh, end of the and very last area cheese. None of that. <laughs> yeah. Like level one guy in there. You're level fifteen. Five minutes, yeah. if that. But no, I I really enjoy Division two. Uh, I need to go back through and try and play it again. I want to do the raid, but I I haven't had a chance to do the raid. You need eight people. Which I think is a little bit too much for me, honestly. Getting six together is hard enough. Eight's a whole other task. <laughs> well, um, you're on Xbox. You just use an LFG. Yeah, could do that. I could. I, I, I and I'm. It's, it's really friends. easy. Really yeah. easy to do. Yeah, that that's how I did it for Destiny One way back when. LFGs. Yeah, yeah but, and now you, know. now you have a group full of people that you LFG. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, Maybe you're just yeah. like, I don't need more friends. Damn yeah. it. I don't need friends. I need I don't know. I don't know what I need. But yeah. Well, I know uh, for for friends though, when that's on. I mean, this is a digress. But uh, if you put up an FLG uh, that you're playing a game, like if I'm on, it pops up and says Byron's looking for a group. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so you know, like, oh, he wants me to play with. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So just to to wrap this all up, the one the one criticism that I have, it's. Maybe a nitpick, depending on who you're talking to. Uh, but I think the hardest thing for most people, especially in a game like game like like Division Two, is that it's very much grounded in realism. Okay. So it can be a little you have to more. Eat and poop in the game. No, <laughs> thank goodness not. But it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's it may be kind of difficult for for, for those to get into. Who are more used to the more fantastical style of things, like you know, Marvel's Men Alliance or Division Two or whatever, or I'm, I'm sorry, or Destiny Two, uh, Destiny in general, yeah. where yeah, you, you know, you, just... you, know you you have you know, you, just you have at these, me, bro. Come at me. Ha- yeah, you have these abilities, you know, that you want to see. You want to see all the fantastic things, and in a game based in based in heavily in realism, you're not gonna get a lot of that. So it can be a turnoff for some people. For me, for me, it can go either way. Right. I'm 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 for either or. As long as make a fun game for me to play and I like it, I'm gonna keep playing it. So it's kind of where I am with it. Cool, good stuff. We done? I think we're done. We are out of here. Thank you all so much for tuning in to episode ninety two of the RNA Gaming Podcast. Once again, we are a part of the Joystick Entertainment Network. Before we get out of here, though, Ken, round of plugs, go. Yeah, we are on Twitter. We are the R&R Gaming Pod. That's R-A-N-D-R-G-A-M-I-N-G-P-O-D. We always post as soon as the new episode goes live on Twitter, so be sure to follow us and uh, hit us up if you have any questions or have any ideas or anything. We're more than happy to ignore you. I mean, to respond <laughs> to you. <laughs> on that. You know, every time you spell out the J-M-I-N-G, I always think, and Bingo, what's his name? I don't know why, but I always do. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of names, though, you can find both me and Ken on Twitter. Ken's on Twitter at MacroboV, that's M-A-C-R-O-B-O-V. And I'm on Twitter at bron1417. That's b underscore ron1417. You also find me on Twitch as well under the same name. 
currently playing through The Walking Dead New Frontier. I'll probably be firing that up here shortly as of recording when we get finished doing this. <laughs> so, yeah. come over there, say hi to me. I appreciate it. Love to see your face over there. Let me know you heard about me and Ken from the podcast. But, speaking of the podcast, though, they can find that in various places on the internet. Tell them where. So, the podcast is available on the iTunes podcast store. We are on the Google Play Music store. And we are on castbox.fm, which is a website, or they have an app that's available on Android or iOS. So, whether you just got a PC or you have an Android or iOS device and you want to take us with you on the go, uh, we're really great if you just want to go for a run and you want to listen to some jibbity jabba. You know? Yeah. Uh, and this is how we get our advertisement is by word of mouth so if you like us let us know let your friends know say hey check them out you never know yeah I like you guys let's share the R and R love with the world spread the word because like Ken said this is, we don't have any fancy advertising budgets we have to do this through word of mouth y'all so, we don't even have any fancy editing budget. Let's get we don't started. have any of that either. No, none of that. We're a two-man yeah. operation over here. And one of us does all the editing. It's not me. Yeah. <laughs> he, does, not... he does a good job. He does a good job. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> hey, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, but yeah, guys. So while you're over there at those respective uh, podcast places listening to it on your phones, tablets, computers wherever, whatever, be sure to leave us a review and give us five stars because it helps us to climb the charts to continue towards our goal, which is, as always, World Video Game Podcast Domination. But that's going to... Every time you say Domination, I always think Relaxation. Viva la la Revolution. Viva la Relaxation. No. Relaxation. Not, not, not revolution. Relaxation. Relaxation. All right. Well, <laughs> y'all get. We're gonna get out of here. Thank you guys so so much for tuning in. We really really appreciate it. Love you guys. Couldn't just couldn't do without you guys. But Ken, they gotta come back next week. Do me a favor, my friend. Tell them why. You gotta come back next week. We'll have a a big surprise, and everyone could use a little more R and R. <laughs>